BAM Radio Network. What would you say is a common mistake made by teachers using tech in the classroom? The tech is on a cart in the back of the classroom because the teacher doesn't feel secure. Uh, They're also worried about students knowing more than they do, and they will because uh, most of our students are digital natives. Welcome to Classroom Q&A. This is Larry Ferlazzo. EdTech is popular and cool, but how can we make sure it brings added value to teaching and learning? We'll talk today about guidelines that can help us to determine when to use and when not to use tech with our students. I'm joined in the discussion by Ann Jenks, Irina McGrath, and Michelle Shorey, who have all contributed written commentaries to the Classroom Q&A column in Education Week Teacher. Welcome, everybody. What's one important criteria teachers should keep in mind when deciding if they should use tech in a lesson and why? Anne? I think it's very important uh, that the technology enhances whatever the lesson is. It's not just an add-on. You're not just doing it so you can say you use tech in the classroom, but it actually makes the lesson um, better than it would have been if you hadn't had the technology. Can you give a quick example of uh, an example that would exemplify that? Yeah, the school that I was uh, that I worked in uh, was ninety six point eight percent Latino, and many of those students uh, were English language learners. Eighty four percent of the kids are English language learners, and having the ability to have them make videos for presentations uh, really kind of lowered that effective filter that very frequently English language learners can have, and allowed them to really express themselves. Great, Irina. Uh huh. So technology can be fun and we should be using it in the classroom, but teachers should not be using too many tools at once because our kids, English learners, can get excited to use them. But if you use too many apps in one lesson, it may they may take attention away from the goal. So we don't want okay. to distract give, kids. Can you give an example of a lesson where you applied that? Um, yes. Uh, for example, if you're using... Um, tools in a language class in language arts classroom ESL classroom you might try to use Google Docs or um, Google slides uh, collaborative um, slides but probably stick to one or two application rather than too many apps at the same time you know like when you use so maybe Flipgrid and um, Google Docs and slides all together because it will be just too much for English learners Michelle what's your criteria Well, I agree that we should use tech definitely to allow students to collaborate, and definitely we don't want to use too much, but tech can also really level the playing field for English learners. So I think thinking about tools that provide scaffolds built in, um, that's super important. Thinking about um, captions in Google Slides or being able to slow down the speed of YouTube videos or all of the amazing stuff that Microsoft is coming out with, like the immersive reader and uh, PowerPoint that can now be translated. I, I think accessibility is key, especially with English learners. Great. Well, I would certainly agree with all the suggestions specifically related to English language learners. I mean, just today, students drew, in my class, students drew what they did in different seasons in their home countries you know, fall, spring, winter, and uh, then we used Adobe Spark to videotape them, to videotape 
their pictures and then having them say and read what they wrote. Um, so they don't show their faces, but they also have opportunities to record and re-record. And certainly there's, you know, maybe later in the show, we can talk about other ways to use tech in non-ESL environments as well. So, Anne, what would you say is a common mistake made by teachers using tech in the classroom? I think that very frequently um, teachers are afraid to use technology because they think they don't know enough about it, and so they avoid it. Even schools that have one-to-one rollouts, you'll find that sometimes, unfortunately, the, uh, the tech is on a cart in the back of the classroom because the teacher doesn't feel secure. Uh, they're also worried about students knowing more than they do, and they will because uh, most of our students are digital natives, and uh, teachers very frequently have to learn the tech. But I think that they should, uh, you know, have confidence that uh, if the student does know more, great, because we're all learning together, but uh, also that they can they can do it. Great. Irina? Well, I think that I, I absolutely agree with Anne, but I also think that sometimes we as teachers get excited about an application or a tool that we think is really cool and fun, and we think that our students will love and enjoy using it in the classroom, but maybe that tool doesn't really go well with the learning goal for the day. So sometimes our excitement about a certain application kind of overrides the goal that we're trying to accomplish in the classroom. Uh, Michelle? Um, Well, I think when teachers get excited about technology, one of the words that I'll hear all the time and I hate to hear is I'm going paperless because sometimes that involves simply scanning a worksheet that you used to use and uploading it to Google Drive. And that's really not um, using technology to its full capacity. Yeah, it's uh, in fact, it can complicate things. (laughs) So for teachers taking baby steps with tech, what is one simple thing you think they can do? that might bring value to their lesson, added value to the lesson. Uh, Michelle? Well, I think anything that allows you to collaborate with other students. Irina mentioned um, using Google Docs collaboratively, just creating a simple doc where everybody joins in and takes notes on something can be very powerful. Collaborative slides can be really easy to set up and really powerful. Each student could pick a vocabulary word and define it and insert pictures on each slide. So that's a really easy, low stress, low prep way to get students using technology in a way to collaborate, communicate, um, and be creative. Great idea. Arena? So I think that technology is a great way to differentiate instruction. And yes, I did say that we should not be using too many tools in one lesson, but if we use them for differentiation, if we have different centers in the classroom and each center uses a different tool, that can be a lot of fun and be very meaningful for students. So when you talk about centers, the idea of stations, students moving from one center or station to another, right? Okay. And what would be a quick suggestion for you of a of an activity using tech in one or two stations? Uh-huh. So one, we actually used it at um, Newcomer Academy with middle school students. We had one station where students used Flipgrid. Then our second station used collaborative slides. We also used um, a di- different session with um, collaborative notes, Google Docs. Right. And Flipgrid is basically where students are videotaping 
and ta and speaking at the same time, right? That's, That's right. how you would. Mm -hmm. how would right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Anne, what would your suggestion be for a baby step? A baby step that I've seen that's incredibly effective, especially in primary, but you could really use it anywhere, uh, is that when you're teaching a lesson, uh, in this case, what I observed was a teacher who was just doing a, kind of a typical kindergarten lesson of letters, you know, so the introducing a letter and the sound of the letter. And then she had the kids take their iPads and walk around the classroom and do a picture walk. So they had to take pictures of things that began with that letter. And that allowed her to see that they really understood what the sound of the letter was and how to apply it. Much oh. more effective than a worksheet. <laughs> yes, great formative assessment tool. Well, I'd like to thank Ann Jenks, Irina McGrath, and Michelle Shorey for participating in the discussion today on uh, guidelines for using tech in the classroom. And you can see their written commentaries at my classroom Q&A column at Edwig Teacher. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks for listening to Classroom Q&A. I'm Larry Ferlazzo. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.